Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. Well, what? Cell phones, pay attention. I tell you, you start counting five like a sucker. So, what gave you the idea, you know, to, to kind of like document your life like that like in a book because i have an interest in life (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was an idea that i'd had for a very long time and i kind of think it was kind of like a counseling session as well actually Mm -hmm. writing it down um but i had well i had a ghostwriter that um literally kind of lived my life for so long and wrote it for me but yeah yeah that's much it really (laughs) yeah was it like therapeutic to go back and kind of like examine your life and to um I mean ultimately to see where you are today like yeah definitely it was very therapeutic I felt like at the same time as I was writing the book I was also doing, I don't know if you've seen the documentary with Louis Theroux. Uh, no, I don't think so. You know Louis Theroux? Yeah, he. I saw like Going Clear. I think he did that, right? The Scientology documentary. That's it. So I did a documentary with him. Um, and I was, ha- I was writing the book at the same time as doing the documentary. So in the documentary, you only see part of what's filmed. So I felt like for months and months, it was like a four, five, six month counseling session, you know, just talking to Louis constantly and the producers and then talking to my ghost. It really, really actually helped me figure out quite a lot, I guess, in life. Yeah. Yeah. So what was your, like your goal in writing the book? Like what did you want to to achieve in the sense of of having this published and having it having it out you know in public? Okay, so I think it's more to do for people to understand the stigma and that we are just normal people, you know, and the whole you know the whole stigma really, the whole stigma around sex workers, whether it be porn escorting it's just to get that out and just to document some of the things that's happened to me through stigma yeah yeah and do you think that like what what are some misconceptions that you think people may have about you like specifically oh really uh that i'm a bad parent people think i'm a really bad parent because i've got children um my eldest is 16 now and my youngest is nine single mother and that causes so many issues so many issues yeah but do you so do you think that that a way to kind of remedy remedy that situation is to is to be more open about it like it's it's probably all the misconceptions come from I would imagine just from ignorance yeah that's what it is it's ignorance and this is what the book's 
you know about it's and it's a light-hearted book as well it's quite like it's got a lot, a lot of comedy in it as well which are obviously it's all true but it's mm -hmm. um obviously at the time some of these things that was happening was yeah. really sad and stuff like that but i mean now when we look back and we laugh about them you know um things that have happened um yeah 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 are, are you familiar with joseph campbell do you know who that is okay no. so he's um, well he was a teacher kind of a philosopher but he studied like myths and mythology but he wrote oh. a book talking about how it's really hard to look back on, or it's also like a schopenhauer the philosopher he had like theories about this that our lives seem predetermined based on the fact that all the like negative things that happen in your life are the things that you look back on and say like thank god that happened yeah that's so true and, and it doesn't make sense that it works out that way because you would think that it would only be good things that end up causing other good things but you look back and go man i'm so glad i got fired from that job if i wouldn't have been fired from that job i would have never done this and this do you kind of look at your life in that way yeah definitely definitely i mean i mean if negative things didn't happen to me i wouldn't have even been in this job you know but i'm happy you know? and it's it's yeah. got me life i think if bad yeah definitely and i've never really like thought about it in that way but now you're saying it yeah definitely and it is true when you think about it that's so true you know you never yeah. think oh you know <laughs> it was a good job i got married or you think you know, well yeah like you said it's a good job i got fired because that pushed me into doing something and i'm mm. like i thrive like off negative not thrive. like i'm a very very positive person so you know when people will write something online negative or be negative about something i push it with another positive it kind of drives me gives me a driving force you know yeah. So I guess kind of the same thing as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think that it's definitely hard to see it in the moment <laughs> that this negative thing is gonna end up becoming a positive. But yeah, I look back at my life the same way. Like every negative thing ended up causing something good. Yeah, because it makes often when you a negative thing, especially if it's such a big negative thing, it it makes you. Um, yeah it makes you change something about your life so mm -hmm. or just just learning you know negative things are about learning as well i think I, yeah absolutely like there are well it's there's like some it's a cliche quote but like there is no mistake except for the second mistake so yeah like, that's, yeah if you keep doing it and keep doing it <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so what's like what drew you to being involved in like the like adult entertainment or sex work like um um so i started when i was 29 so i guess that's quite late in life for um most people um mm -hmm. divorce well separation after 11 years and i was just having fun really like meeting guys having sex and you know what i thought to myself why am i doing this <laughs> I could charge them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of like done a bit of research online and, you know, stumbled across a site for, oh, 
set a site up and just see what happens. That's all I was going to do. And, you know, you know, my phone didn't stop going and I was charging like 250 quid an hour. Like, and then a week later, a week later, um, <laughs> I'd got a message from uh, a porn company um, asking me to do a shoot. And I thought it was a joke. So I, I went along with it anyway. Yeah. And the, they arranged to meet me, which is at the time was at my house. <laughs> and um, I just thought, you know, this is some, just somebody having me on. But now, you know, looks out the window and there's a whole crew of guys, you know, coming up my driveway ready to shoot a porn scene. So, <laughs> and it's from then on, it's just, it's just gone from one I mean, it was only a week later I was doing my next scene, my next scene, you know. And I don't know, obviously, I know, like, America is completely different, but in, in England, our porn scene is very small. So mm -hmm. everybody knows everybody, and once you've done a shoot for one person, if, if they like the way you work, they'll pass your contacts on, and we kind of just, like, <laughs> all move around yeah. in this. So it's kind of... Also, like a nice kind of family unit as well. You know, people can always speak to each other and stuff like that. So, I... yeah. Did you have any like little nerves or anxiety, like going into it, like, oh, do I really want to do this? Or, like, how do you kind of conquer those nerves? Because it's got to be nerve wracking, at, at least at first. I think I don't know because you know, when I was younger, I was a, such a nervous person. So, mm -hmm. so. And I think I went through so much in life that I got to a point where I thought, I'm never going to be nervous again. I literally feel like I literally lost all my nerves. And I literally feel like I actually don't have them anymore. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's... The thing in my head is if you want to do something, you're gonna, you've got to at least try it once. Let's just do it, you know? Mm -hmm. Let's just do it. And... Um, I don't know I just I just done it and it it was fun it was not you know so yeah and then I've never I wasn't really nervous I was skeptical before I wasn't it's, it's weird it's weird people say that to me all the time why are you not nervous you know I could go into a shoot with 30 guys and I'm just not nervous yeah yeah do you but, think that the, it's because like do you feel that it's empowering for you to do it yeah yeah so do you think that might be why why you don't get nervous yeah maybe maybe yeah because i do yeah it is empowering you know definitely maybe that's what it is maybe that's what it is yeah maybe well well and you know if you think about it like you are the star of the set yeah of course so, so it is you know everybody is even though they don't like to admit it you know everybody likes attention um so nice you know be yeah being the star of the show you know <laughs> exactly yeah and and the people who say that you know that they don't like attention it's really just that they're afraid that that's going to become negative attention that's what they're afraid of I mean, there's ways of getting attention. I'm not a drama queen or anything like that, you know. Walk around the streets and want attention or anything like that. But when you are on, on set and you're shooting, you know, 
yeah it is a nice way of getting attention and yeah I think everybody likes attention otherwise we wouldn't have personal relationships or anything like that if we didn't like attention everybody likes it and I'm a Leo so I must like it even more <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well it's it has a lot to do with the fact that like when you're on set like it's only positive attention towards you you know what I mean like yeah. you're so like it's like you being put on like a pedestal but in a in a good way yeah yeah I guess so it's, well and there's not a lot of examples of that in other professions like for women especially you know exactly and you know like in England I think it must be the only job where um, women performers get paid more than the guys <laughs> I I, I, I don't know if it's the same here but I imagine it's probably pretty yeah pretty much the same you're not going to get obviously every bloke wants to do it you know um so and not every woman wants to do it <laughs> I love yeah. getting seeing my wage packet compared <laughs> that's horrible <laughs> <laughs> you know, rights like that for women have only just changed really haven't they you know whereas this to be the, the, the man would they'd do the same job but the man would get paid more <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i wonder i mean it's just interesting that that there are so many people that look down on it like in a from like the female perspective because I, I don't feel like male it's more like male, yeah well I, I don't feel like they're judged in the same way that like a female performer is yeah exactly and I think it's not it's not even the men that will judge you it is women that will judge you but I think I think they're probably feel intimidated a little bit maybe I mean I always I find it difficult if I'm at a gathering with, you know, a mixed group of male and females and the women at first are really like standoffish with you. Like they don't want to talk to you. They, they, they think you're a threat. You know, they're pulling their boyfriend away. Like you're going to jump on them, you know. But yeah. um, I think that all as women, all as girls in this industry feel like that. But you always have to, be that extra nice person and go and talk to them and then often once you talk to them their mindset changes completely completely yeah. but yeah and it's just you would think that like I guess I can understand that well jealousy is a very strong feeling and jealousy can completely change like your viewpoints and, and it's not to say that every like the women that are like you know clutching their boyfriends a little closer when you're around that it's jealousy but you would just think that they would be way more like supportive of it because it is like a female empowerment yeah doing... I know. unless there's there's very few women that see it like that very few women unless they get to know you and they learn and then they understand I think a lot of people as well are still under this in England anyway under like they 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 still believe like we're forced to do it you know or do you, know, you know this is that's what I think anyway I, yeah I mean I think people are like that here too where they think that 
if you're doing like if you're a, a female in porn something had to have gone wrong like yeah, that's I, what but i don't think it's really the case i mean and i'm not saying that that there aren't some people who are like that but just like i mean there's some teachers that have had bad childhood some nurses like it doesn't make any difference yeah, exactly okay and you know because i think this is regulated there's probably a lot less people in in porn you know because we 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 have to stick to all these regulations we have to do yeah. you know our idea we've, we we have to we have to stick to all these regulations that people don't think are about that you know there's probably more i don't know slavery going on in other jobs yeah you know? yeah well, and yeah i mean i would it's just weird because it does seem like the like porn industry is super regulated so oh, like God, why yeah. would yeah like i mean the amount of testing that you have to go through like it's just weird to think that there's still people that think that like you're only in it because like you were abused or you're on drugs or like you know there's all those like different misconceptions and that every time you get <laughs> you know they go through a series of questions do you feel like forced into this every time you test judge and i know in i think in america it's like every two weeks but in england it's every four weeks we've tested so every four weeks they're like sorry but we've got to ask you <laughs> are you yeah. forced into you so you, it's, it's yeah it is very 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 regulated very yeah it, i think maybe it's just that not enough people know that Yes, exactly, exactly. I mean, every time you upload something onto a site, I'm sick and tired of uploading sent back because we've said a wrong word in it, or you know, there's so many things we can't do. You know. Yeah. Yeah. What that, are like? What are some like limits that you have for yourself? Like of things that like you're like, I'm not doing this. So, I. Don't get me wrong, when I first went into porn, I'd done some crazy scenes. But, and then, I mean, I'm not regretting them. Again, I'm doing that negative thing to get to a positive because it was a bad scene at the time, but it got me where I needed to be. So, like, but now, I mean, I won't have anybody disrespect me. Obviously, the scenes and the girls are not forced to be disrespected. They say, okay, yeah, you can do that to me. Yes, you can do that to me, you know, and we can stop at any point. But I'll, in scenes now, I will not be disrespected at all. Um, and that's pretty much as long as people don't disrespect me and then I'm happy, really. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that's the, like, I, I don't, you know, judge people's fetishes really or, I mean, I do like in a funny way, but like, I don't really like judge their fetishes, but the one that I just am not that supportive of, uh, to say the least is like the abuse. Like, you know, there's like ones that are like titled like rough and abused. And it's like, I've done one of them before. And you know what? It's, it's weird because they're some of the, like they're, they're the most popular ones. I just yeah. like I don't want to see like porn where the people in it don't seem like they're enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> like, because it's, I mean, and I know that like porn is a fantasy, 
but that's not my fantasy like my fantasy is where like the person who I'm with is like super into it yeah of course enjoying it and you know I mean I don't watch porn now because I'm sick of it I'm like oh god look who it is or but um like if I before when I did watch porn you know I would watch I'd watch it like with like you say a woman who's enjoying it because you just imagine yourself being them so yeah but you know I think also blokes like to see how far they can and I mean in porn how much their boundaries can be pushed as in the woman do you know what I mean definitely I think that that and but I, I don't even think that that's necessarily just a porn thing. I think that a lot of men, not like a hatred towards women, but they definitely don't care as much about like them enjoying sex. Like they're just more interested in like, am I getting what I need out of this? Um, yeah, not all men, but there is. Yeah, I get that. There is that as well. Um, yeah, yeah, there is. There is. Yeah. And I've just never considered my, like myself personally to be like one of those people. Like I would prefer, like if only one of us is going to enjoy this, I would rather it be you. Cause yeah. that's ultimately going to still bring me some joy knowing that like, Hey, I've made this happen. Like I made yeah. you make these sounds or like have an orgasm. Like that's all for me. Like, so there's, there's like a enjoyment in that just like for me personally. So that's what I want like porn to be for me too. Yeah, and you know, um, I don't really have sex for myself much now. But when when I do, that is how I am as well. I'm quite happy pleasing somebody else. I feel like a sense of achievement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It... <laughs> no, it definitely. Yeah, like I feel. Yeah, it's like a. It is. It's a sense of achievement of like, oh, I made this happen. Yeah, yeah, and you know yeah. sometimes. I've jumped up and gone, yay, you've come. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Look. I know I know exactly what you mean. Like, it's it's definitely a, I don't <laughs> think enough people have that in them, though. I think a lot of people are pretty selfish when it comes to sex. Yeah, yeah. I think it depends on the personality of that person, to be honest. I, so it comes with a personality. So if they are generally even women you know if they are self-centered yeah it's going to be all about themselves but if they're generally I think that kind of um (laughs) non-selfish and then yeah I think definitely if you get what I'm saying for sure for sure yeah I think that there's a selflessness in wanting to give another person an orgasm yeah Mm. like because you aren't feeling it like you're doing the work to make another person feel a certain way but it's the same when out and you buy yourself buy somebody a gift for them to make them feel good you know so it's the same thing I, yeah yeah i i agree it completely is the exact same thing and i'm kind of that same way too like i prefer buying gifts for other people and seeing their reaction to it than actually getting a gift. Yeah, me too. Yeah, do you, 
I mean, do you pay attention to like negative feedback or do you just, uh, like, how do you deal no, with that? When, when I first started and, you know, I'd read reviews and stuff like that and it would just, oh, are you there? Yeah, 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 I'm here. You're good. It's on 10%, but I can grab a charger if need be. Um, so... Sorry, what was the question you just said? Oh, so, so when I first started, I would read all the reviews. Sorry, it's noisier. I'd read all the reviews and I just stopped because it gets you down. You know, people are not, not everybody's going to be nice about you. Um, so I just kind of, I don't look into it and I just don't allow myself to read anything like that because it's just going to get you down. So if I feel that I've done well on that shoot and I feel that I look good in that shoot, I'm not going to stress about it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what anybody else thinks, because, you know, I know many girls that have left the industry just because, you know, they've they've read these things about them and it's made them feel so rubbish inside. You know. Yeah. They leave. And that's a, yeah, and that's a like you know, I mean, it's it's a personal thing that you're doing, like. And people can look at sex in all different kinds of ways, but ultimately it is still a very like, <clears throat> like personal, like revealing profession. Yeah. So I feel like if you're getting criticized and you kind of can't help but to pay attention to it, it can hurt like a lot more than just like other things, you know? Especially with like with women more so, I think, because, you know, like you know you'll get reviews going oh i can see her stretch marks it's disgusting or we can see a bit of her cellulite or you know they're really rude like and they forget that these women are actually reading these you know and people who you've got to be you've got to be thick-skinned <laughs> you've got to yeah. be really yeah but, do you have do you think that that doing porn made you a more confident person or was this yeah. kind of always there Definitely. And uh, do you know what I also think as well? I mean, people like <sighs> porn, everybody thinks, oh, porn girls are always attractive, they're always this, and they're not. You know, there's so many different ranges of porn girls and guys, older ones, younger ones, big girls, you know, there's so many different ranges. I mean, there, there's, I mean, one of my old clients used to love stretch marks. I love stretch marks. Show me stretch marks. You know, I'd go on cam for him and just show my stretch mark. Like, there's so just because some people think they're ugly or they're not attractive, it doesn't mean that other people don't. And that's one thing I've learned through this is it's surprising men are not all attractive, attracted to that kind of Barbie look. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it, that that was the that used to be the. Um... Like if you if you ask like a guy describe what a porn star looks like, fifteen yeah. years ago we would have described, you know, blonde hair, fake boobs, like but uh, exaggerated features, and it, they and that's pretty much what all porn stars looked like fifteen years ago. But well, now, yeah, yeah when you I go mean, on Pornhub now, like it's it's like a it's just as wide of a range of people as there are just people in general. And do you know why I think as well, well, from what guys have said to me is often they don't, they like, 
natural looking stuff they want to envision that they could actually be with that woman so if you've got a woman who's got huge boobs um huge but you know like you say exaggerated features they can't imagine themselves being with that woman whereas if they saw a more natural looking girl um yeah they couldn't they couldn't easily see themselves for that um scenario happening in real life for them it's a bit like yeah. when I do different films or because I do a lot of filming for myself and they'll say can you do real scenarios don't put the the the, the fake nurse's outfit on and everything do a real scenario you know like a guy's following you through the shop you know perving on you and then you know you go to his car asking what you're doing and then you know and then <laughs> things lead on yeah, <laughs> so so uh, that's why I think anyway well the, I, no I agree completely because I'm I'm the same way like I don't I think that the whole idea of the like oh now I'm a sexy nurse or a sexy teacher like those cliched kind of like role-playing things like people aren't really into that anymore and I'm definitely not I never have been I never thought like I don't want to see something that doesn't seem realistic yeah that's what I like, feel because I do some videos um and facetimes and stuff like that and a lot of people want me more realistic you know i've got a range of outfits but they'll say no 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 can you dress like um like you could imagine like you know my mum to dress or you know <laughs> you know like or like you're just going up shopping or something will say please don't put makeup on don't put lipstick on don't put makeup on just do it really natural for me yeah see and, and isn't that funny that like porn is still so like yeah you know judged and treated like you know as like whatever whatever people want to say like puritanical things but what other like art form is there for females where somebody would ask that like regular models like regular like you know whatever you want to say like modeling there's nobody like supporting like natural looking models or actresses or musicians like other than like Adele there's no like music even like female singers like they all have to have this like stereotypical like pop star look yeah exactly yeah yeah definitely but porn's, like the only porn's the only art form that does that that has yeah. it to where like no like show me what you actually look like and that's it's it's funny because you know when um and this is all down to well mainly guys who you know buy the porn or want the porn you know um these companies ask put polls out i'll put polls out what do you want to see me do like how do you want to see me like and yeah you're right because oh where am i going with this my mind's just gone blank <laughs> <laughs> well like when they're doing polls about you like like yeah um yeah I'm sorry my mind is no you're good like they just want to see you like kind of like your natural self yeah yeah and like you said there's no other I guess when you know singers or you know musicians you know like you say if they're if they're only bringing out a certain look and they don't really have anything else they're gonna have to buy that into that whereas in porn we're covering all this area and they are they're loving it people love it people love the whole range people <laughs> yeah because ultimately there's a a niche for everybody 
like no yeah. matter what you look like like somebody you are somebody's like ideal porn star you know what i mean like yeah. like i said who like love stretch marks or one will say i love i love having i love seeing a mummy's belly <laughs> you know you know when normally you're trying to hide that and you're trying to work it off and they say no 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 let me see that mummy belly <laughs> so every you know it's just it's a you know one of them likes veins you know veins popping out so they're like you know <laughs> well and it's because a lot of what's like you know sexually attractive to well anybody is they're just little things that you picked up on as like a kid i think so yeah i think mm -hmm. so because I I, all of my sexual like what i'm attracted to comes from yeah. like the ages of like six to ten really like whatever i was watching on mtv that's what i'm attracted to now so it's, it's weird because when i when i um get like fetish requests and stuff like that you know there's not always they don't always have a conversation with but sometimes they'll say you know this happened to me and this is why i like it so much and it's something that's happened um to them in the past you know so you know for, for instance like there was this one guy who who wanted me to stand on bugs insects and um in heels so the story was i think he was in a boarding school and he had collected a pot of insects and the teacher seen him and she got really angry, threw them on the floor and stamped on them and he hit his heel, her heels. So then he wanted me, I didn't do it by the way, because I actually can't, <laughs> I couldn't be that cruel, right? But he wanted me to, in heels, to stand on bugs and like out, but look sexy, but be dominant to him. So it always, there's always something that it goes back to interesting yeah definitely and that's how all of mine all of mine are the same thing it's like like seeing someone at like a supermarket yeah like anything like that because that's what i would see like as a kid we i'd go to like a supermarket and see someone that was like an attractive like mom basically yeah, why because there's everybody loves milfs don't they like so many people like milfs. that must be what it is it's definitely what it is well and then there's like the freudian like oedipus stuff of like you know every boy wants to you know get rid of his father so that he can be only with his mother mm, you know what so i mean like yeah so it's like that um we call it like stags fighting like in a household is that what you mean it, it is it's yeah well it's it's yeah, it's from the play, you know, like Oedipus, Oedipus Rex or whatever, where it's a prince who kills his father so that his mother's attention is only towards him. Because, oh like, that's every boy's, like, thing is, like, wanting to have, like, full attention of their mother. Yeah. And so boys naturally have, like, a resentment to their fathers and an infatuation with their mothers. That's, like, the Freudian, like, Freud turned that into, like, a sexual psycho like psychological theory but there is truth to it and i think that's why that genre I, is probably the most famous yeah i've never I've never ever thought you've gave me so much to think about so when i go to bed tonight i'm going to be googling like <laughs> yeah and <laughs> reading when i'm unsure what to do in my life i google <laughs> 
Exactly. Oh, me too. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly the same. <laughs> well, I have um, a few little like quick uh, rapid fire questions for you before I let you go. So um, you I feel free to. Hmm? Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you. Um, I think my phone should last, but if it goes dead, just give me a few minutes, I'll grab my charger, but it shouldn't do, shouldn't do. No, we'll be fine. Yeah, no no worries. It'll be pretty quick. So, um, uh, childhood crush. Childhood crush. Oh, gosh. I can't think of his name. He done um, Leonardo DiCaprio. That's a good one, yeah. <laughs> he was just... <laughs> He's not now. Yeah. He was then with his life. <laughs> yeah mine was always um like uh lil kim you know the rapper really? oh yeah or mel b oh like powerful women really powerful yep. women so do you know who's your crush now hmm. <sighs> probably still mel b i think she's <laughs> like that's probably the most beautiful woman on the planet Really? Did you know oh, who's yeah. mine? I think you'd be surprised who mine is. I've got a really um, fascination with them. Who? Um, Sir, Sir um, Alan Sugar. Sir Alan Sugar. Who's that? I don't I have no idea that. <laughs> so do you know? You know Trump done a show like The Apprentice Show. You fired. Mm -hmm. Well, in way, Sir Alan Sugar done ours. And okay. I've, actually, I've actually applied to go on the show for next year, but I don't think they'll have me on because I'm a sex worker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's okay. I'll have to look him up. He's older than my dad, like, but. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, if we're going like, like older, like I always thought, um, uh, damn, what's her name? Um, damn. Oh, Selma Hayek. Okay, I mean, she's okay. like, uh, yeah, she, she's an actress. She's been in a lot of movies, but yeah, she's like in her fifties. Um, Jane Fonda. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Oh, Jane Fonda always was really attractive, but yeah. Yeah. I've, and yeah, like an infatuation with just like powerful, like outspoken, like dominating women. Like that's always yeah. been my thing. Yeah, crazy, yeah. isn't that? Oh yeah. Mm. All right. If you could what? do a uh, like a porn parody of any movie, what would it be? Mm. Oh God. <sighs> Candyman. Can't like with the hook. Like that? <laughs> That's a good oh wow. Maybe. Um I don't watch many movies, you say. Um da, 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 da. Candyman or let me come back to that one. Let me have a think. <laughs> Candy Candyman's a good one. But that's the one you're talking about, right? The horror movie, like with the guy yeah. with the hook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In that, couldn't know. <laughs> well, I didn't know if you meant like Willy Wonka or something. <laughs> oh, that's fun. That There's would be gotta already be. 
you imagine with the umpalumpas? Like with umpalumpas. <laughs> I could be a uh, Augustus Glue. Oh, that, that would look so good. That would look really good. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. Uh, well, this would be interesting for you. So, uh, sexiest accent. Londoners. I love Londoners. Okay. That's a good one. You know, I don't know whether you can, you know, a London accent, yeah? Mm -hmm. A proper, like, a proper London boy accent, you know? Yeah. Not is it kind of like a, like a David Beckham type or is he from, not, well, he's not, not from London, right? So like, no. uh, oh, what's it called? Like proper East End, East End lads. Okay, okay, I do. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, mine's always been like German, or really? yeah, it goes back to like the dominating kind of thing. Like a German accent for like a, a woman is very like, it's like a strong accent you know women don't you very strong <laughs> very yeah and or um i don't know where mel b is from but she's whatever that huh she's from england well i know but like the area because her accent's not like a typical no i think she's from leeds i think she's from leeds okay that would be it so yeah it's kind of like um oh i can't do it like i know like a sheffield leeds more up north a north accent yeah yeah see i like that accent a lot like it's very like bold isn't it if, yeah, very yeah exactly yeah, yeah. And, and then uh what's something that is like a non-sexual turn on for you a kudu <laughs> A what? Or do you mean something else? I've got one. Okay. Baseball caps. I love them. I love really? them. But men, like men, baseball caps. And do you know what? I used to be with this bloke once, and he was a Londoner, and I used to make him put his cap on when we had sex sometimes, because I wasn't with him for long, but. I didn't like the way he looked without his cap, but I liked him with his cap. Does that make sense? It does, so he... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Huh? What about you? Mm, probably like a really, um, like a dirty sense of humor. Oh, really? Really cheesy? Yeah. yeah, okay. This is actually the last, the last question. So if I were to become a porn star, what should my porn name be? Um, what, what, what was, what's your Twitter name? It's just my name, like uh, Cody Tucker, MM. Cody, Cody Tucker, Cody Fucker. Uh, Cody, yeah, you're gonna have to turn that to fucker. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I assume. Hmm? 
I think just Cody Fucker for now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, deal. Yeah, I'll go get a change tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, well, uh, yeah, no, thank you so much for uh, for coming by. So, uh, where can everybody find you? Okay, so the main my main um, thing I have is Twitter. So Twitter um, at the Classy Filth. So I do I do have a Facebook. I, I I always get chucked off Instagram because of like it's so hard for like any sort of sex worker to keep a profile. So yeah, Twitter at the Classy Filth. Um, I have got my own YouTube channel, but I haven't done nothing for a while. But um, yeah, I'm gonna hopefully do some more, and that is Porn Star Classy Filth. And the book, by the way, is A Classy Journey. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, available on Amazon. <laughs> it's on Amazon. Yeah, it's on Amazon. Seven ninety nine, free delivery. <laughs> well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. Well, what? Get off your cell phones. Pay attention. I tell you, you start counting five like a sucker.